everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review for July 31st. Uh, thank you for listening. You just stumbled across us here. Check us out at kfpodcast.com and the KF Podcast and all your social media sites. Um, today uh, we have Brock hey. and Ken. Hello. And they are remote. I am here. Justin yep. just left. We are um, talking wrestling again. Wrestling continues uh, despite pandemic. Still putting out a lot of stuff. No pay-per-views. No major news. So, uh, Brock, I guess we'll just jump into Friday Night SmackDown since we watched it, right, from last week? Yep. Um, not a lot stuck out on here. The main thing of this was the bar fight we can get to. Um, I think one of the main things on here that I picked up from is it looks like they're going to finally push Big E in a solo career. Yeah, because his two partners are hurt. So Yeah. So I'm interested in to see where that goes because I like Big E. I always thought he should have been a bigger star than he has been. So um, you know something that completely turned off the goofiness though, as soon as they did that promo. Yeah, he was stopping with all the like the gyrating and funny, which I don't want him to throw that away entirely because he is entertaining. But yeah, mm-hmm. to be a little bit more serious, I guess, is a good thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, it sounds like Kevin's not going to be a manager either. So, which is real, if he's hurt, so he's like, just going to stay home. It's real sad, but, you know, it'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be uh, something different for him. Big E is a hell of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a pure talent. I mean, the guy can talk, the guy can work, the guy is creative. I mean, you know. It's nice to see SmackDown starting to utilize some of these guys finally, like Cesaro being a tag champ again and getting wins, Biggie getting some stuff going. You know, they have a lot of talent on that show. Yeah, yes, we do. But one thing I heard on that show, um, which I heard this recently, I guess it's kind of a news thing, is apparently Daniel Bryant's writing, helping write SmackDown. Did you hear this? No. Yeah, Daniel Bryant. I remember that. Daniel Bryan's writing SmackDown and Edge is writing Raw. That's good. So that's why I think Daniel Bryan's really big behind the push of like uh, Big E and like uh, Drew Gulak and different guys like that getting Cesaro and stuff like that. I heard it was actually Daniel Bryan's idea for Cesaro and them to win the belts. So good. You know, yeah. it's a good thing. Guys, second off for like the working class wrestler. Yeah. Can actually grow. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of talent on there with AJ and the different people like that. They got a, you know, they're pretty loaded. Um, I was kind of disappointed that Nikki Cross gets another title shot. I thought that was a bad call. Um, yeah. I, I, I think they're leading to the breakup between her and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, it's coming here pretty soon because you know Nikki Cross isn't going to win that belt. They're not going to take that off Bailey and put that on her. No. Um, what else was on? The Fiend, he came on, or Bray Wyatt came on and talked about his little segment and all that. Um, no, Bra- no Braun Strowman, though. Maybe he's still dead he's in the dead. swamp. Yeah. He, he's in the swamp. Uh, but let's just talk about the bar fight, the ridiculousness that was the bar fight. What did you think about it? Uh, of the cinematic stuff that they've done recently, it kind of fell flat. They could have done a lot more with it. Yeah. 
But it wasn't bad. Why was Seamus dressed like he was like some bully in like an 80s TV show or whatever? He just like um, big boy music from the 80s. You remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had the suspenders and like his little boiler hat on and it was really weird. Yeah, it was funny though. Like he just looked like a goof. He looked like a goof. Now the weirdest thing about it, I mean... I don't know what that ending was, but I don't know if you saw Ken, but he puts a hat. He knocks out Jeff Hardy, and he puts his little hat over Jeff Hardy's face and goes to get a drink, pours himself a beer, has a beer, goes back to beat up Jeff Hardy, and all of a sudden Jeff Hardy had, like, Willow makeup on or whatever with, like, yeah. weird eyes. I was like, where did the makeup come from? Then he, like, jumped up and beat the shit out of Sheamus and swantoned him and pinned him. I'm like, Jeff Hardy has supernatural powers now? He does. He's very. He's always had supernatural powers. Yeah. He can turn into real. I think he turn into somewhere. Something that would yeah, like a reincarnation. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. Like, he's like a reincarnation of Willow. Remember how bad Willow was on on Impact. Uh, <laughs> Willow's the worst. Like cackling, and then like the uh, the umbrella nonsense is bad. Oh, okay. Is, okay. Here's here's a scripture real block. What was his name the lawnmower gimmick that he had in TNA? Do you remember that? I don't think I was watching then. Let me see that. Uh, uh, he had a lawnmower gimmick. No, it was something that was like a, a, a weird guy that was like it was like it was like a grass to a lawnmower. Like he was a guy that worked in like Oh, I mean, yard maintenance. I'll, I'll be here while we're talking. Hold on. The worst, Jeff, really Jeff Hardy was corporate Jeff Hardy. With the Ivan belt. With the Ivan belt. That was the worst. His his horrible corporate outfit that they make him wear was absolutely horrible. He came out of the Lake of Reincarnation, too. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff Hardy won the match, and, you know, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. It wasn't um, bad. Yeah, it wasn't it bad. It's just kind of strange. It didn't suck like the Money in the Bank did. Yeah, Money in the Bank sucked. Um, so then we go to Raw, and um, you had the beginning of Raw. Orton came out and basically challenged Drew McIntyre for the title at SummerSlam. What do you think about this, bro? I think it's too soon for Orton. He's too hot right now doing what he's doing to put him in the title picture, I think. I, I don't know. Where else do you go, though? Who else is left for him to legend kill? Um, Ric Flair. Here, here's my thing with it. Like, Drew McIntyre's kind of a... He's a good champion, but he's like a waste right now because the crowd likes him so much and there's no crowd for him. Like, fans uh -huh. really like Drew McIntyre. I wouldn't mind if Randy Orton beats him at SummerSlam... Um, whatever, a punt to the head or whatever he does, let Randy or because let's face it, this pandemic's going to go on for the rest of There's not going to be live fans for a while. So I feel Randy Orton could be your bad champion for a while. And then you can have, till the Rumble, fans are back. Then I think Drew can beat him in front of fans and get his title back. And that'll give Drew his like moment that he missed out on. Or would you let Drew win the Rumble again? Yeah, either win the Rumble or, or just go on and beat Randy at the Rumble for the belt, you know. Because mm -hmm. Drew needs an audience reaction to him with that belt, and I feel like he's kind of wasted. I, I think he's a great champion, but I don't know. I think with Randy Orton, where else do you go? I mean, if you're killing the whole roster, there's no one left to really kill. I mean, I, I don't know it's who true. else. 
who yeah. else he would really go after other than yeah. like, well, I want that belt again, like he said, you know. So I don't yeah, know. there's no other veterans hanging around. Yeah, there's not a lot hanging around, and there's not a lot they can pull in, you know, in their current situation. So I don't really know. And Edge is shelved for a while, so yeah, he's gonna be out for the better part of a year. Yeah, because if if Edge returns and could cost him the belt, and then he loses it back to McIntyre. That would further that story along, you know. Uh-huh. Then you had the three-man, uh, the triple threat tag team with Garza and um, Andrade winning. They'll face the Street Profits at SummerSlam. You knew they were going to win because they were the two bad guys. <laughs> uh, but it, it was good. It was a good match, but, you know, you knew they were going to win. <coughs> I like those guys. I like them together as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really high on Angel Garza. I think Angel Garza is great. Yeah, he didn't spend much time in NXT, that's for sure. He didn't. He didn't. He skyrocketed right out of there. Uh, the pandemic helped him. He was one of the wrestlers that the pandemic helped. Yeah, but he was like four. He was, yeah. But he really shined a lot here. Uh, what do you he think? Came of- in for- Andrade when he was suspended. He did, yeah. What did you think of Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, their little confrontation? I was hoping Baszler just beat her. And then we were done with her for a while. I tell you what, if Nia Jax accidentally hurt Shayna Baszler, she ain't going to be like Kyrie Zayn and just take it. She may go, nah. she may go knock her out. Um, I hope they don't use this as a way to bury Shayna Baszler because I knew Vince wasn't too high on her. They should just let these two really kill each other. This should be, but you know <laughs> they, they did. They didn't fight for real since Nia Jax seems to think she's the best. Yeah, I thought. I don't that, think that this might be a reason why they're kind of with her because she was about to be jealous of Baszler and Baszler and get their shit. I don't feel like this is some kind of like you know punishment for her. Not punishment, but like, hey, if you think you can play on, you know, not work safe, then work with someone who's going to teach you to be safe. Yeah. You're going to alert, you know what I mean? Because, like, she's going to hurt her if she isn't, so isn't working safe. Like, I feel like Baby's going to do yeah. some more suits and more than, you know, if she's not putting her body mm-hmm. being safe. Yeah, so. true. I'm sure Baby's never hurt anyone in the ring. No. No. Yeah. Well, that's probably maybe that's it. Um, I thought it was dumb that they had to waste two second segments on him just to get a stupid count out. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously they're going to fight at a at a later date, probably SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, um, then you had Dominic Mysterio coming out and attacking Seth Rollins. Then they tried to take his eye again. Uh, you know, all this taking people's eye shit. They need. They got Alistair Black's eye. Yeah, they tried to get Alistair Black's eye. <laughs> Uh, so dumb. So excited. You know what is so annoying about this whole thing with the eye for an eye match and everybody being mad that it happened to Rey Mysterio? He's the little jerk that asked for the match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't feel bad for you, Rey Mysterio. You wanted the match. Yeah, you should have left it alone, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I tell you what, though. I do think his son, Dominic, looks like he has some skill in a ring. He takes some good bumps. He's been training for years. Yeah, he. I mean, I haven't really seen him wrestle, but I tell you what, the bumps that he takes look believable. Look really believable. Lance Storm was on Jericho's podcast about a year ago now, I think. 
and he asked, Jericho asked him who his best student was, and he said Dominic right away. Really? He's like, wait do you see this guy? He's like, he can go. Yeah. That I was think. like a year ago, so he's probably even better yeah. now. Now, Ken, what do you think about the people that are come out and are very critical that Dominic got to be put up to the main roster, didn't have to do NXT? What's your thoughts on that? He, um, I'm fine with it because I'd rather do storyline, you know, setting him to NXT with he's going to get some notoriety, but I don't know. I like that he's coming in on an angle and yeah. making something exciting. Like, I, not everyone needs to go through NXT. Now, I'm not saying that they, that Dominic's on the same level as AJ Styles. There's also the reason that after this is paid off that Dominic can't get signed by NXT. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's almost like, why not have this, you know, you don't know how you got ready for because apparently they're still on a handshake deal. And, you know, if he doesn't sign and Dominic wants to stay, you pay all this off and then Dominic, if you can't keep the heat on or keep him interested, you send him to NXT. You know, I, Maybe I, I this see. guy is just good enough because he's been in the business his entire life that he doesn't need NXT. Yeah, and sorry, sometimes it is who you know. I mean, that just right. happens yeah. in every walk of life. I mean, you're Rey Mysterio's son. Sorry that you're going to get a bigger promotion, a bigger push than uh, Bronson Reed or someone like that. You know, like, that's just how it happens. And and it looks mm-hmm. like he knows what he's doing because, I mean, like I said so far, you got to be able to take good bumps and make it look believable. That's, that's a big part of the business. I mean, look how good some of the best bump takers out there are, like Ziggler and these guys. It looks believable. And look at the shape he's gotten himself in. When he first showed up about a year ago, he was kind of chubby and, you know, yeah, looked like he looks like a regular dude, but now he's, like, pretty lean and looks like an athlete. And he's putting in the work. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Um, the next match I got a funny story on was Mustafa Ali versus Bobby Lashley. Um... <laughs> And Bobby Lashley won. I thought it was a good match. Um, did you have a problem with this, Brock? No, it's fine. So, you know Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling? Yeah. I got blocked by him on Twitter because of this match. <laughs> oh. Because every oh. week every week, Simon Miller complains that the WWE doesn't do regular finishes. No one can ever just win a match. He goes on and on about it that, like, it's always the surprise roll-up. It's always a disqualification. It's always outside interference. He's like, why can't we just win a match? So in this one, you have Lashley, who's like they're building as a big hill, fighting uh, Ali, who's like more of an up-and-comer. Ali had a good match, but Lashley just overpowered him at the end. And then on his ups and downs show, he was like, this is so stupid. Way to ruin Ali's comeback. The WWE doesn't know what they're doing. And I said, you just bitched last week that, uh, uh, you know, the guy can't, you, you can't get a regular finish. They give you a regular finish, and you're still not happy. Like, I thought that finish was good. Ken, what, what Ali was trying for the 450, and then Lashley rolled out of the way. So uh, Ali kind of, like, rolled through it and popped back up on his feet. Ran forward Lashley to try and do a different move, and then he just spun him around and put him in a full Nelson. Yeah, and he tapped. Okay. If you, I'm sorry, if you're somebody the size of Bobby Lashley grabbing somebody the size of Ali yeah. or the full Nelson, there's no escaping it. It's not possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and he tapped out right away, and they kind of, like, you know, 
it, 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 I thought it was finally they were doing, because if you notice on Monday Night Raw, they didn't do any, any like, they, they try to stay clear of a lot more of, like, their usual hijinks. There was actual winners to some matches, you there know, There was like, some hijinks during that match, so don't forget the ninjas that came yeah, out from Yeah, they were doing ninjas for the outside, but, like, they had a clear winner. Yeah, that was all happening on the outside, but, like, you know, Murphy beat... <laughs> beat uh, Umberto Carrillo straight up. Like, you know, you had a couple straight up winners. Like, you know, like, isn't that what you want? And so I just said, you know, I don't understand I stand you. Like, you're just complaining to complain. And he blocked me. <laughs> well, I thought that ninja that Bobby Lashley rammed into the post. Oh my god, I thought he killed him. <laughs> I like Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley in their group. I think they get better and better each week. Mm-hmm. I think they're good. I think you should keep adding to them. I think they're a good group. I don't know who else you can add to them, though. You can. I think you should do either. I think you should do Ricochet, Ricochet and Alexander. Like they're so plain vanilla. The two of those guys yeah. together. Give them a little bit of edge and put them with the with the hurt business. Let them be a little bit more edgy. Ricochet obviously isn't getting over by McMahon being the superhero. McMahon doesn't like him in that role. The guy mm-hmm. is mega talented, so let him be a bad yeah. guy and like just beat people up in a gang, you know. Isn't he usually a bad guy everywhere else too? Uh, Prince Puma was a good guy, I think. King yeah. Rick King Ricochet might have been a bad guy. I think all of his stuff against uh Osprey Osprey was always the heel. Osprey, okay. But I think uh, was it I can't I can't remember. I might have been backwards. Yeah. Alright, so let's move through it. The next match then you had um the, the Royal Women's Championship match. This match pissed me off because they said there was gonna be any hijinks in it and fucking Bailey beats up Kyrie Zane in the back and then Oscar runs the, and gets counted out and, and Sasha wins the belt. That was pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. And that was. You see, a lot of people are mad that Kyrie Sane put up that tweet thanking everybody as she's getting beat down. Yeah, as she was getting beat up. Yeah, where is and she? Way to suspend disbelief. Where is she going, Kyrie Sane? <laughs> she's going back to Japan to work on her marriage, I think, or something like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because they're having trouble with the long distance thing or something. Yeah. Well, all right. I don't know if it's a marriage or just a relationship or what, but that's the rumor I heard. Okay. I think marriage, yeah, she was once well, I don't think Kyrie yeah. Zane was ever going to be women's champion or anything like that. I think she was always outshined by Asuka and other people. She's good, though. She is good. I yeah. still think Io Shirai is better than her, but... Io Shirai is better than her and Asuka in the ring, but Asuka is just more of a character at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, like I said, Murphy beat Carrero. Murphy looked good in that match. Um, then you had Ziggler and McIntyre again, which is just kind of pointless, but they still did a good job. I mean, they beat each other up. Dolph's great at taking bumps, like we said. Uh, and then Randy came out and caught him with the RKO at the end, which you knew it was coming, but I still enjoy a surprise RKO. Yeah. And that, I know And that was Raw. Uh, we'll go through NXT real quick since you guys didn't watch it, but, um, you had a women's four-way in the beginning. Or, 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 uh, it was a tag match. It was Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae versus Tegan Knox and Io 
the good the good guys won. Io Shirai apparently is a good guy now now that she won the title. Um, Gargano and Roderick Strong had a great match. I mean, they just went out there and wrestled the shit out of each other, and Johnny Gargano won. Um, it was funny after that match was over, Roderick Strong was in the back complaining about losing, and then um, Kyle Riley showed up, and now he has hair. He has like this weird hairdo, which looks real funny. And uh, he basically said, you know, let, get your head out of your asses. We're the Undisputed Era. Let's go beat people up. Um, I don't think they know what to do with the Undisputed Era. because I, I don't, think they're playing them good. I think they don't want to bring them up to the main roster yet until there's, like, um, fans and all that. You know, so I think they're in a holding pattern. Because did you see what they're doing with Adam Cole? No. Ken, did you see that at all? No. So Adam Cole last week was on the Pat McAfee show. I saw that. So Pat McAfee, who obviously works with the WWE a lot, it was a funny interview. You could tell it was a work. A lot of people didn't believe it, but you could tell it was a work because Adam Cole's just talking. Adam Cole said something like, you know, it's been nice being the king of NXT. And then, like, they all start laughing at him. And Pat McAfee's like, wow, dude, you're really full of himself. And then he made fun of him for being short. Then he made fun of him for not winning any belt on his own. And then uh, Adam Cole got up and told him to go fuck himself and threatened to beat up everyone in the studio. It was pretty funny. It was obviously a work. And then uh, apparently they're going to do something with um, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. Probably a takeover. Uh, I don't want that. Yeah, it's just a filler match. It's something to do. It's it's to get Barstool notoriety and get them involved. You know, it's cross-platform type stuff. Yeah. Well, I know with Pat, like, they've been doing this for a while since they were Pat McAfee. I was watching a video of them, like, going back and forth in different events. Yeah. So I saw that online. I was like, oh, wow. It must be kind of much the whole thing is just the end where, um, where, you know, Adam Cole went off. I was like, oh, shit. You know, interesting. So, yeah. yeah and, and I never believed it was, it was real. Like, I just was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some people were like, oh, my but, God, Adam Cole lost his mind. I'm like, no, it's a work. <laughs> but um so then Imperium then fought Ever Rise. Why Ever Rise is on TV two weeks in a row, I have no idea. But they got killed and then the Undisputed Air came out and kicked the shit out of Imperium. just beat the hell out of both guys. Said that they're they're not going nowhere, they're taking back over, you know, blah blah blah, all that. Kinda almost a good guy feel because they beat up Imperium who are clear bad guys, so I don't yeah. know. Well, you know, they probably have nowhere to put them for right now, but it's good to see Kyle O'Reilly back. Um, then you had Keith Lee came out, responded to Karrion Cross because Karrion Cross, you know, killed Dijakovic last week. Um, I thought that was cool the way they did the, uh, the gimmick because Scarlett came out and just sort of pointed at him, and then Cross appeared just his eyes, like on the screen behind her, and was talking to Keith Lee about how he's going to kill Keith Lee, and you know. Uh, give me a shot at that title. And Keith Lee was like, you name it, you got it, whenever you want it. And then, like, right after they went off the air, um, William Regal came on and said, no, 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 you just don't get title matches by asking for it. This is NXT, you have to earn it. So that's not happening. He said, so I don't care who you think you are, you settle your feud somewhere else, but for a title match, you have to earn it, and he hasn't earned it yet. So I thought that was good. That's why NXT is better than all the other brands. Yeah, because he really yeah, hasn't yeah. earned it. He hasn't beaten anybody yet. He only beat Dijakovic, so, you know. So that was so good. Tough. 
So we'll see how that continues. Um, the rest of it, uh, you had Shotzi Blackheart versus Mercedes Martinez. That was okay. Um, but then the end match was good. The end match was Balor versus Dexter Loomis versus Timothy Thatcher. And uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good seeing the really three different unique styles the way they were. And uh, um, Dexter Loomis won. Ken, I think you predicted that, didn't you? I did. Or Brock did, yeah. Yeah, I Now, it was cool how they did it because Timothy Thatcher had Balor in like a leg submission. And uh, Balor had kicked. Um, Loomis out of the ring and then Thatcher had Balor and Balor like had nowhere to go and then you saw Dexter Loomis like slither behind him and get him in that chokehold and he choked out Timothy Thatcher and making him release Balor and then Thatcher passed out and that's how he won. That's cool. So yeah, it was cool. So it's Timothy Thatcher, it's um, Dexter Loomis and um, uh, Bronson Reed. There's three more of these matches to go because it's going to be a five-man, a five-on-five, or a five-way match for the title and a ladder match. So next week, I think, is um, Damian Priest and two other guys, one English guy, and uh, I forget who the other one is. So they're pretty good. They're interesting. All right, so let's go to... um, AEW, I did not check. Uh, did you check who won the ratings war yet, Ken? No, 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 no. I got it right here, actually. Um, Dynamite won with 773 against 707. So NXT was up, but uh, they still lost. Okay. Um, I did find, you know, it was very important to pretend this conversation. Jeff Hardy was also known as H. Reed in, in TNA. Okay. I've never gotten that one. And if you, if you would like to go look at it, he's walking around with a weed eater. And uh, he's H. Reed. All right. Go on. All right. Very good. All right. So let's go to Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite opened with a very packed 10-man tag match. Uh, we'll go to Ken. What did you think about it? Um... I, I, what happened? Brock, are uh, you there? I'm here. All right, did we just lose Ken? <laughs> Let's pause first. All, all right, right we, got, we got Ken back. So, Ken, go ahead. Ted Man Match, what did you think? I think I'll turn. And he went away again. <laughs> all, right. all right, ladies and gentlemen, he's back again. Now, Ken, <laughs> Ten Man Tag Match, thoughts, go. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I don't, know, I don't feel like I'm as excited about these ten wrestlers as I want to write. I still like best friends. I think Orange Cassidy is, is not. I don't know the stuff with Jericho that I was happy with. I don't know. All this just seemed fine. It wasn't. A, I don't think it was a great match, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah, Brock. What do you think? I did like when Marco Stunt got beat up a few times. He did. If Marco Stunt's going to be in the match, he'll win the fucking match. Like, I, I hate him being out there and getting thrown around. That's all he does. He's a prop. Yeah. I, this, I think AEW needs to stop with these, like, we're going to throw these 10 man throw Because they're doing another one next week. Like, yeah. it's just too many. Like, you have a lot of good tag teams and all that. You don't need these matches. Like, 
they, they're just happening a lot more lately where it's like, well, here's 150 people in a match. There's no rules to it. A few minutes in, it's just a spot fest of craziness happening. It's just like chaos, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, they need to go away from those and focus more on the individual matches because all their tag matches are always good. Just stick, stick to some more. It's like, well, next week, everyone's going to take on everyone in another match again, you know? <laughs> like, it just gets a little out of control. Uh, what did you think about the uh, TNT Championship match? You had Warhorse first Cody. I love it. I thought before the Warhorse, I think he's great. Good I, I heard from somebody in the know that he was supposed to be the mystery opponent last week, and I was telling him that it's going to be Warhorse, and then he came out a week later, and I was like, mm-hmm. see, I was right. Okay. But uh, there's some pretty graphic footage of him losing basically his lower jaw. Do you ever want to watch it? I won't watch it, but I've heard about it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, not last night, right? Sometimes. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a good I like him. I think he's good on the independent scene. I think it's good also to see these guys that are, have some notoriety show up on AEW. Yeah. He makes it a little more exciting. I actually think that, now for me, uh, this this TNT match that they do with Cody, uh, it's becoming my favorite part of the show. Like, That's what I'm going to do next week. I think it's just like, it's something they do, they've been keeping it new and fresh and mixing it up each week. Uh, I really like, like what they're doing with Cody, the way he is. Like, you know, um, out of all the people that have like a manager and the way they are with their manager, like the Cody and Arn relationship to me makes... The most sense. Like, you can see Arn get frustrated with him when he's, like, not taking things serious and the way the way he's doing start certain moves in the match. Like, their relationship makes more sense to me than, like, a lot of the other ones on the show. And I like the surprises. Like, you, like I want to see Dan Housen g- go on there next. You know, like... Oh, I'd love to see Dan Housen. Like, I, I think it's good the way they bring some talent in, give them a little spotlight. You know, they don't necessarily have to join Dynamite, but, you know... It gives them a little, yeah. a little, a little notice. It, it's, it's a good segment. And then, what did everybody think about Matt Cardona showing up to help him beat up two scrubs from the Dark Order? <laughs> Matt Cardona looks the best. Oh my God, he's, he's huge! Eight. Yeah, he looks huge. It was humanity. He did him well. <laughs> he was kind of orange, though, didn't you think? Yeah, oh, he cared way too much. Yeah, he was kind of orange. He was a little on the orange side. Uh, but yeah, he looks good. Um, I was kind of waiting for him to turn on him. It kind of felt a little bit like there, there. But I don't know. What do you do with him? Dark Order is like just picking fights with everybody. Yeah. To get beat up. But it's about time they're doing stuff like that. You know. I don't know. We'll see where they I go think... with him. Do you think Cardona is going to be a big star in AEW or just kind of be like a Cody guy? I have like potential. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns on Cody next week for the belt. Like, because, you know, if you, we go talking about the Dark Order thing, it's like their strength in numbers. Like, I would like to see Cardona join, like, the Dark Order. Like, have these guys start joining this faction. They could use like, somebody that's actually tough because they have yeah. some of the weakest-looking guys on their team. I don't know what happened to yeah. number 10. Where the hell did he go? He was there last night. Was he there? Was he? I didn't he was see at him. the end. Okay. Uh, so speaking of the Dark Order, they fought Kenny and Hangman. Uh, Hangman and Kenny in another good tag team match. Uh, were you upset, Ken, that they lost? No, no. Because uh, I really think that that 
they're not going to reserve belts to anyone but FTR. I really because there's a way that they've been playing out that storyline. Yeah. So uh, I'm fine with it. And also, I'd like to see them actually start doing. The Dark Order needs to be an actual faction that beats people up. Because right now, they're just fodder. So yeah, they're like, a joke. Yeah. So they got like 10 guys on the team. And they still can't beat people up. No. I, I really feel like. Um, I really am not happy with like what they've done with Brody Lee. I really feel like he, him and his Dark Order are a joke. I mean, for how big the Exalted One were supposed to be, like they don't do anything. They worry about Colt Cabana and like and, and like you know they get beat up each week. They're just scrubs. Like you know, even he gets beat up a lot. Like I, I just there's no. There's nothing there, and it's like, wow, Brody Lee and the Dark Order. It's just kind of like a comedy routine. It's a complete joke on being the elite. Yeah. Really? I actually, I watched it this week, and then it's just like a running gag making fun of the Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah, they need to change them up a bit, bit, you know. I mean, they got some decent guys in the group. Yeah, the tag match was good. I was impressed with how well they did in that match. Against them, I think I think that those two are always a great tag team. That's what is getting lost in it. Like this just used to be a tag team. Yeah, they were tag team for fifteen years before this. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, it was Evil Uno, it was Steve Grayson, and it should have been Dominion. Like it got too big for them to create. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, we have to have an exalted one. Like I almost would be fine with, like. Them leaving, like just to standing it, and then they just go back to Uno and Steve Grayson and the Dark Order. Yeah. With some minions. Some minions that like, he sits in the chair with. Yeah, like that's all it needed. And, 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 and honestly, to have Uno not be the leader is frustrating. Like, mm. it's, it's not what I, it's not the Dark Order that should have been. Yeah, because he's like a lackey. He gets beat up and I, I, I just yeah. don't enjoy Brody Lee in that role. I, I would like I don't like Mr. Brody Lee. It, it that parody of Vince McMahon. It's just not working for me. I, I don't know. I think you need something different with him, but we'll see. Um what do you appeared this week. Yeah, she just kinda walked around, yeah. Um what did you think about the women's match? Um I don't remember watching it. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a decent match. Sheeta versus Diamante. She won that oh, yeah. match last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I must have missed it. I it was a fast it. forward for me. I, I fast forward through most of it. Um. Uh, so what about this women's tag? Did you hear? I, I was kind of surprised on here. You know, they were going to do this women's tag match. And I thought that's where they were going to do like Brandy, like the Nightmare Sisters, whatever. But now it's like you pick a color, and whatever color you pick, you get a random tag partner. It's not going to be on Dynamite. It's going to be on YouTube. Um, and it's just like I don't really get what the point of it's for. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I was expect- I was hoping it would be something where they actually set some storylines up, but it just seems like it's going to be. I don't know. But then you had the return of Cameron. Oh, my God. I like she, she came out and she was like, I'm back. And I was like, from what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know who it was at first. I was like, it's not a pterodactyl or funkadactyl. And I was like, oh. And then I like because WWE was going by. They must have trademarked it. 
Yeah. Like, girl, girl, hi. Like, yeah. hello, hello. Girl, yeah, like, it, it was it was weird. I, so, I don't know. You're going to have random pairings of girls. No, I don't, It'd be interesting, though. Yeah. They paired Nia Jax with her, so not Nia Jax, Nia Rose. <laughs> Same uh, thing. Yeah, Nia Jax, Nia Rose, yeah. They um, take the pig one over her. So you had that. Then the next you had, which I thought was great and really good, was MJF State of the Industry Address. It really shows that MJF's going to be a huge, like, he can talk so well. Yeah. And, and I love that he's going to go after Mox. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Everything he was saying is stuff that we've been saying. Like, yeah, that that, true. like that's what, like, you know, you have all these WWE champions, and that's the only people getting title shots are WWE guys. Like, you were supposed to be starting a revolution. Why aren't you having a revolution? I'm like, yeah, you. that's right, MJF. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I agree with everything he's saying. I think everything he's saying completely was true. Like, you know, that, that, was, that was really good. I like the way they did that. You know, he made fun of, like, uh, Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan and different people. It was it was good. I I would put I would put the belt on him, but I don't think they'll let him beat Moxley. No. I, I don't know. Like right now, you need right now all the people that have belts are good guys. Like it's so yeah, it's 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 all the same. And I'll, I'll honestly too, like the Kenny, like I hope that it all out. Like the day are gonna the belts are gonna change hands. Like yeah. I don't see why the tag or the women's belt should be. That's even more of a flip flop title right now because they don't have any set person to yeah. come ahead. Like, and I guess that TNT belt's going to be on Cody for a while. It's going to be on but, it until like he loses it to Darby or somebody like that. I think it's going to be yeah. some random indie guy. I think that's what they're building with. Arn thinking he's not taking it seriously and stuff. It's just going to be some random guy that's kind of an unknown that beats him. I think. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. And then you had Arn doing, like, he was at the FTR contract signing with them. Like, you know, they're yeah. they're hitting towards all this, like, Arn may turn on Cody, too, and form some horsemen with FTR and other people. You know, so there's, there's a lot of, like, seed planning going on. So, um, but with, with um, you know, with this MJF, like, challenging for the title... And then next week, they're just like, oh, Darby Allen gets a title shot. I'm like, where'd that title shot come from? Because <laughs> he, he tagged with Moxley this week, so he just earned a title shot next week. You know, th- those those ones just crack me up, too. Surprise title shots. Yeah, because then you're like, okay, well, we know Moxley's going to win this. Like, he's not yeah, because that's that. such a WWE move, is the surprise title shot that every wrestling fan complains about. AEW does it, and I hear that idiot Simon Miller go, what a great idea. We get a free title match last night. Like, get the fuck out of here. You just complained about that <laughs> last week, and now you're all excited about it again. But the Tornado Mark. Tag Match with um, Moxley and uh, Darby versus Cage and Starks, I thought it was good. That finish was fucking brutal. That finish was like, fucking it, brutal. Wow. Seeing, uh, what's his name's back, I was like, oh my god, like... It's, it's just, it's tough to watch. Yeah. Brian Cage is fucking gigantic. I swear the dude gets bigger every... He is so jacked, that guy. It's a, it's a, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I love that they're a tag team. I like that. Like, 
That Starks yeah. guy is a little annoying, I think, but I, I get it. You know, he's like like the. You know what he is? It's Taz's group can take a loss now without making Cage look weak. Unfortunately, you're right. That's, yeah. exactly That's exactly what it is. Now Taz's faction, they can you can get a loss once in a while because and without Brian Cage losing because you can just pin yeah. goofy little Ricky Starks. That's <laughs> unfortunately what it is. You know. That's what we're waiting for, JF. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I would like to see MJF win, though. I think that would be good. You know, I agree. I'd like to see it. Do something different. Pull the trigger on it. Do something different. I think he's going to be more entertaining chasing the title, though. Than Ash Champion. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, that befalls a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I thought was funny on there was um, uh, Tony Schiavone goes, oh, look, what's the girl in the Dark Order? Nia Jade or something like that? Anna Jay? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Anna Jay's out here with the Dark Order. And JR goes, oh, oh really? Where? How'd I, how'd I miss that? And I'm like, JR is such a pervy old man on AEW all of a sudden. He, he never used to care about it on Raw. Like when Jerry the King was screaming puppies and all that, JR never cared. He mentions it every time Penelope Ford's out, or like a girl would be like, "Oh, look at this young lady! Oh, oh boy!" He's single now. Yep. Yeah, I guess his wife died, so now he's single. Oh. And he likes Anna J. Pretty funny oh, stuff. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, um, all in all, Wednesday night continues to be a great night of wrestling. A lot of stuff you can just easily sit back and watch and enjoy. A lot of action. Um, a lot of fun. Next week, another I think fifteen people in the ring at once match they're gonna have, and then uh, you're gonna get Darby Allen and um, Moxley and Jericho and Orange Cassidy are gonna have a debate. <laughs> it's gonna be so stupid. Yeah, who do you think it's gonna be as his moderator? Jones. Soul Train Jones. <laughs> that would be uh, you, uh, Brock. You may be right on that one. You never know. Uh, still, Sean Spears can't get any dynamite time. Neither does Lance Archer. They haven't had a dynamite match in fuck. I don't know how long. Forever. I, I just don't. I can't remember the last time Sean Spears had a had a dynamite match. I think it was probably. Like early pandemic when he wrestled Billy Gunn one time. Is that funny? Yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen I haven't seen him since. I mean, you can watch you can watch Dark, which has like 150 matches on it, and you can see him on there, him and Lance Archer. But yeah, they don't make it to the main they don't make it to the main show a lot. Which is just crazy. Yeah. And it's getting crowded there now. Matt Hardy's back. He wants to, He's going to feud with Sammy Guevara. You got Matt Cardona now. It's going to get lost in the shuffle. I'm kind of glad that all the WWE cast-offs didn't find their way there. They ended up at Impact. Yeah. You found what? You got what? Three of them? Well, I mean, you got Brody Lee. You got FTR. You were the only ones that got the release before getting fired. Yeah, Matt Cardona was the only one that was... Um, the fired guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's the wrestling show for the week. Um, 
see what happens this week. Lots more action. Got some SummerSlam builds coming up, all out coming up. Uh, they're all going to be probably empty arenas, unfortunately, but that's where we're at, folks. So just accept what it is. And yep. uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and take care. We'll talk to you later. Later. Have a good night.